Welcome to the Two Blokes Trading Podcast, sponsored by our partner broker, Pepperstone. So you saw that uh, that image I sent you on, on WhatsApp yesterday. Yeah, does it? <laughs> I just couldn't it help but fun. think about you. I was getting uh, filling up my car and I just yeah. saw that. I was like, I have to send this to Rory. Yeah. I know, I'm just the parking ticket king. <laughs> so you were watching outside your window and yeah. and the guy, didn't. he left your car? Yeah, I woke up at about 6.30. I don't know why, I just have a habit now looking out the window. So our apartment kind of faces out where my car would be parked in the street. I looked out and I seen the man who usually gives out the parking tickets. So yeah. I just wasn't in the mood. I was too tired. I was like, right, I'm not going to go down to him. And he went around all the cars, just ticketed them and just completely went past mine. Didn't care. So didn't. But was it in a, was it in like an illegal space? Or? It's one of them private companies that put their signs up saying just, you're not allowed to park here and things. Uh, and he's given me, I think, about six or seven tickets now. And I've just placed them all across my dashboard. Oh, you've left so, them there? Yeah, so my <laughs> dashboard's completely yellow with all these tickets. Brilliant. So I think now he's just realised, yeah, this guy knows that he's... So that. Yeah, because yeah, they so, try... They, well, there's a thing on the, the government... Well, there's a massive call to crack down these cowboy companies, isn't there? But yeah. they're still delaying it, the government, at the moment. I mean, I know that this guy's a complete cowboy. Because I went out to him... I went to go out to him one day, and next thing he got this huge Alsatian, or like a German Shepherd dog. And I just looked at him, and I was like, Mate, do you have a licence to handle that dog? And he's like, I don't need a licence. Really? So I, was, I was like, looking at him like this. Are they wearing is, cameras and stuff, or not? No, no cameras. Nothing. And I just looked at him, and I said, this is definitely a cowboy. You know, if yeah. it was a proper company who were, you know, trying like a traveller or not? We no, he was, yeah. run by like travellers. You know? I, I don't know. I th- he was Eastern European. Oh, right. Okay. So I don't know exactly wow. whereabouts. Wow, but I assume he's maybe Romanian or something like yeah. that. Oh, they're trying their luck. And, but people, that's what I mean. Yeah. People fall for it and then they end up paying. Yeah. And he keeps sending me out, you know, fines, but it goes to my address back in Ireland. So they keep going there. And then my ones are sending me, be like, you're getting all these letters. And I'm like, yeah, I just put them in the fire or burn them. You might see him one day standing at your door. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> barking. Good luck to him. <laughs> so, mate, do you know what? I think this might be the first podcast where our views are not aligned. Yeah. Because I'm calling now that this dollar rally is over. Yeah. Yeah. Think so? Mate, I think it's over, man. And and, and I'm going to say something else that you're not going to agree with. Yeah. But I think stocks rally now. Yeah. Y- yeah. For I how think long? like, mate. This is the start of the rally. Yeah. I, f- I genuinely believe because <laughs> I, I have all my friends, like we have a group chat yeah. and everybody's now just calling the top. The top of the stock of stocks. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's calling the top. It's it's strange because you do, you speak to all these different people. You're saying that it's, it's now the bottom. These people are now saying it's the top. Yeah. You know? So I, look, let's talk, let's, let's, let's talk over. Um, I think we'll leave the, the, the stock side maybe for the premium members in the app yeah. I'll do a full rundown maybe and you can do a full rundown mm. or we'll go on together someday yeah definitely yeah definitely but That's look if, if we pay attention to facts right now and what's <laughs> happening in the market obviously the dollar has been under pressure as, as you can see here yeah you know we're actually look we I said last week um you know and we're sort of aligned potentially on the there, there was room for reversal you know remember that candlestick is a bit of let's stage in a potential rebound there we're at a key area here protecting that 105 area yeah. however heavily defended and we bounced yep. but now we're under pressure again yeah after those fomc minutes yeah fomc minutes all right well we do have cpi coming out in two weeks and we do have the fomc interest rate decision then coming out the 14th of december yeah so that likely could change a few things 50 basis points is now the most probable outcome yep however 75 does end up coming out but then you got to remember yeah. realistically are the fomc so, your drone powers you're going to want to spook the markets now the markets yeah. are set on 50 basis points yeah they're not going to want to deliver 75 come on yeah <laughs> I mean, I don't think they will deliver. Well, either way, what happens, 50, 50 has probably been high, is been priced in. And the way I look at it now mm. is that equity markets in general have now priced in a pivot in 2023. Right. So they're set on this pivot happening in 2023.
people don't know a pivot's a big thing in terms of monetary policy. You know, if you're going to pivot, you're basically holding your hands up, saying that as a central bank, we're not in control of the um, we're not in control of the market anymore. We're not mm. in control of price stability. We're not in control of you know uh, unemployment. So we're going to pivot and bring interest rates down to sort of control that again. I don't think we're going to see that in 2023. I think we're just going to see the Fed, at worst case scenario, holding rates at 5 or 5.5%, wherever they reach. I think the Fed are just going to hold them there. And whenever the market then starts to hear the commentary coming from the FOMC that we're not going to pivot, I think that's what's going to spook them. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm still quite short in equities and still maybe not as hard long on dollar as I was, but I still think there's a bit of room maybe to the upside. Maybe mm-hmm. to get back up to the highs of you know where we've been yeah i think that's maybe as high as we'll go well if but i just keep my technical hat on at the moment and just yeah. say that you see i've marked this up now i'm as a call i'm calling this as a potential left shoulder head right shoulder you know like my head yeah. and shoulders and because we're testing this this area again this trend line this support i feel like we're going to give way and come all the way down and look at look at euro for example as well i sort of noted this out in the in the uh, rundown this morning <clears throat> And how we've got, obviously on the flip side at the end of the day, left shoulder, head, right shoulder, inverse head and shoulders there for Euro. Yeah. And obviously still in debate at the moment, ECB, yeah. if they're going to deliver 75. Obviously yeah. if they deliver under 75, then Euro will come off. Yeah. But if they deliver 75, I still think that's enough for the balls to run, you know. And I, look at Euro, yeah. mate. I think we break out. I think we recover towards sort of 108, 110. Yeah. But we, we, look, you've got to remember as well, right? All of this was on the divergence between ECB. Yeah. But when you really and truly look at it, if the Fed start to pivot or if they look at hiking by 50 rather than 75, is there really and truly too much difference between what the ECB and the FOMC are doing? Is there? Yeah, yeah there's, there's not too much of a difference. I just think the thing is, is that the FOMC have more room to hike higher than the mm. ECB. Mm. I mean, if the ECB deliver, let's just say they deliver 50, they've probably got about another you know, 50 and then a 25 after that before they stop. That's the thing. I just think that the FOMC can go a lot higher than mm. the ECB can go. I'll give and you that. I think personally that the FOMC are not going to pivot in 2023. And I think this is hugely, and this is, you know, the chat that I'm in amongst a lot of guys who run their own portfolios, they're all saying that this pivot's been priced in and it's been priced in massively. Mm. And a lot of people are relying on a pivot in 2023. If that doesn't come, that's going to be a huge disappointment. Oh yeah, it'll be massive. We'll, we'll, and, this will change yeah. when it again. And usually in markets, you know, there's sort of four stages, four phases that you tend to see in markets before you see a recession. Mm. And it's usually the housing market's the first indicator that goes. Then you start to see new orders. Then after that, you start to see uh, unemployment rates go. And then, or earnings, sorry, corporate earnings. And then it's unemployment is the last one. Mm. So at the minute, we've only seen the housing market indicators starting to fall. New orders are only starting to begin to fall. So we've yet to actually see uh, corporate profitability fall. This quarter was maybe not the best, but it was decent. Mm. And in terms of unemployment rate, they haven't budged. So I think we're only halfway through the stage of where we need to be to see a proper recession. Fair enough. And we're heading that way. So Well, well, just talking about recession, I've got a couple of things in my head, actually. Just just firstly on the recession point, we had yeah. obviously the OECD. Now, you know, whether or not the OECD are carefully watched in terms of the, the reports that they deliver, but we did have, I think it was this week, earlier this week, we had the OECD report and it said we are going to, it seems like we're not going to head for a global, global recession or there isn't going to be a global yeah. recession, they said. Um, and it seems like we are really fending that off at the moment. And that's, I think that's helping risk appetite in general. And yeah. like, and, and, and that shows because people are completely ignoring the Chinese situation. Wherever people are just freaking fed up with China and COVID and it's yeah. like, all right, bore off now. We don't care because it's not affecting the markets. They're, yeah. they've gone back in, you know, they're going back into lockdown. Cases are high again. 13% of Chinese GDP under lockdown. Markets aren't moving. Yeah. It's kind of like, 
you know why exactly so, so there's risk appetite <clears throat> there yeah so why why is there risk appetite why? There? i mean we, we could sit for our, we could sit for hours and diverge into this and i think <laughs> you know for me it's not hard to see growth if you're going to let inflation run wild mm, if you let true. inflation run wild growth can do what it wants it doesn't matter about economic situations or economic developments yeah but when if you're trying to team inflation let's say you, your one and only target was to bring inflation down to two percent yeah what you're going to need to do is really raise interest rates interest rates probably might go to five six percent who knows maybe even six and a half if they're going to go there what's the consumer going to start to do you know from yeah. 2020 the consumer had a lot of savings there was a lot of savings right. and the spending power of that consumer was quite strong because they didn't need to borrow money you know Let's just take you and I, for example. Mm. You know, we didn't need to take a loan out for this and take a loan for that because we had savings. Mm. But now once the consumer goes through their savings, they're going to have to start taking loans out. Loans are now up to, you know, maybe 10, 15% for some loans. US and uh, mortgage rates are all time high, are now going up to the sort of near time highs. So that there is just going to turn the consumers down. And that's where we're starting to see new orders now fall. Just to interrupt this podcast with an important notice. At Two Blokes Trading, we have a community trading app where you can engage with the blokes and like-minded traders to help you on your journey. There is a ton of free analysis across Forex, crypto, stocks, and commodities. We also have in-depth premium analysis with trade ideas, education, live trading sessions, and more for those that sign up via our broker sponsorship page. A nominal deposit of just $200 and start trading with Pepperstone and then get full access to the Two Blokes Trading app. Right, what, so, new orders, but isn't new orders on a business level? Yeah, new yeah. orders. Well, on a business yeah, level, yeah. So, but then it does feed back to through it to the feeds through. Yeah. So that's why it's tend to you see these leading indicators, and yeah. then usually six months from then is no. when you start to see the developments. Well, let me say something. Uh, I think I just oh, I just missed what you said. You said something about inf- uh, yeah, it, it, growth is still going to run run uh, with inflation where it is. Right, yeah. we're still going to see growth inflation. Yeah, if you let inflation go to twenty percent, of course you're going to see growth. Yeah, uh, the thing, is, and it's like. No, on that point, right? Just yeah. as a consumer's perspective, people have no choice. Like, but to, despite these current prices, people have no choice but to spend. They yeah. still have to. We still have to yeah. spend to live. You know, and, and you know, and we're talking about our core. You know, our core goods, our foods, yeah. and and so on. Our energy. You know, we have to live. So we're yeah. gonna we're gonna have to fork it out, yeah. and we're not gonna have any savings. We're gonna keep borrowing as consumers, and then it's obviously a vicious cycle. Like people are running wild today. It's Black Friday. Like animals that don't have don't have any money to spend, but they're still going out and borrowing shit yeah. and buying shit yeah. they can't afford exactly. and then what's going to happen inflation guess what motherfuckers it keeps rising yeah. because you dogs I, animals yeah. <laughs> sorry Ali I hate it because I hate Black Friday yeah. I hate Black Friday I know it's a scam I, yeah. they put up their prices before Black <laughs> Friday anyway yeah from about he, April to uh, April to October the price goes up 50% yeah. and then, then they, the price goes up 100% and then they announce a 50% deal Way. But, you know like whoa genius back rower. yeah exactly <laughs> One chart that's really interesting to me cool. is if you look at the CPI chart that excludes food and energy. Yeah. Hasn't moved. Oh, hasn't it? No. Mm. Hasn't moved. So you know how CPI in the US went to 9.1 and now it's down to 7, 7.7? 7. Yeah. Yeah, 7.7. Yeah. Yep. So CPI excluding food and energy went to 6.4, I believe, mm. and now it's only at 6.2. Mm. So the only reason CPI is moving is because energy prices, oil was at what, 120? Or something back in March. Yeah, 120. 120. 120. Where's it now? 70, 80. Yeah. We've so really oils came down and then obviously some food prices have came down on top of that. Mm. But if you strip them out, everything else has just remained the same. Yeah. So prices are still increasing. Mm-hmm. You know, and I that's why I think that there's not going to be a Fed pivot. Yeah. Well, mate, we've got a... Um 
there's a big big one next week. Jerome Powell speaking. I mm-hmm. haven't looked if if it's going to be on, well. We don't know. I don't know if it's going to be on monetary policy, but it, it it usually is. It but he be, doesn't. He tries to not hint too much at yeah, what but, at what they're going to say the following week. It's usually just the scripted speech, though. Yeah, yeah it's very tightly scripted. So. <sighs> I, I mean, I, I would love somebody just to let Jerome Powell do one speech where he can just say what he wants. You yeah. Know, that's unscripted. Yeah. Markets would freak out, but it'd be a good day for trading. I wonder what would happen. Sorry, just on, just on that front. If 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 it's still Janet Yellen, she would be, I don't think she'd be moving as aggressively as Powell. Would she was been, such a dove, wasn't she? We've been bloody negative interest rates by now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Fed, Fed funds would be at minus 5%. <laughs> <laughs> if it was Janet Yellen. Yeah. Oh, bless her. Oh, yeah. Bless her. We cotton socks. <laughs> So what else has happened this week? You, did you oh. see, by the way, you, you, uh, let me, let me bring it up on the chart. No, we'll oh, come no. to oil in a moment, but I just want to note this just yeah. while obviously it is the spirit of the World Cup. Yeah. But did you know Japanese, look, when was it? This is a true. Uh, here. Um, let's move this a Here. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, this was it. So you know when Japan yeah. um, scored uh-huh. against Germany, yeah. flows into yen. Really? Serious, buddy. <laughs> Here. Look. Yeah. No, I'm telling you. Two o'clock. Two o'clock. Wednesday. Yeah. Look. Boom, 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 boom. That was yen. Strength. As soon as Japan scored. I'd swear down. That's what it was. That's so strange. You, you know what it probably is, right? Go on. And, you, and you're going to laugh at me. Go on. So all these algo traders and that are out there and all these quant funds, yeah. right? They obviously have, let's say like they have Bloomberg terminals and they have all these sort of new subscriptions, as you know, remember working in... Um, Ramsquark. Yeah, they have all these subscriptions around them, right? Mm. And you know how these quant guys they feed into these news streams, mm. and any bit of news that comes out goes to these um, uh, algorithms. Yeah. So anything positive about Japan that comes out, that computer, the artificial intelligence can read that and mm. then go in and start buying yen. Makes sense. So they're probably bought, they're probably seen this coming in, thinking, right, this is good news about Japan. Well, yeah. it is, but it's not economic good news. Yeah, it's a fucking football match. So they've probably seen that as good news, and then all their algorithms went straight into buying Japanese yen. That's so mad, isn't it? Probably what it was. Yeah. And the, well, wor- the world is so effed up now that that's what happened. Is. Talking about algorithms and stuff, I, I, was, yeah. I said it in, I did it like a little beginner's tip, and I was just speaking how, um, you know, we're competing with <clears throat> algos. We're p- competing still high-frequency trading. Yeah. You know, we're competing with these big institutions. And, you know, things like that, you just... Things like that you just can't even account for. Yeah. Like you can't anticipate. It just happens. Yeah. And it's that's why I, I say to people, you know, particularly for someone like myself, is don't hesitate to take some profit off the table. I keep yeah. saying it, I'll keep saying it again because look how choppy and choppy and, and changy markets are, yeah. you know. Just just as you mentioned, but Maltoli, I've actually got a story I want you to answer. Go on. So I was told obviously I wasn't I was too young back in the day. Yeah. But whenever sort of like mid two thousands back in the city, mm. apparently used to have like a bleeper or something. Did you that told you about like breaking news coming out if you worked at like, you know, a sales and trading desk or something? I think you might be right. Yeah. You had yeah. Like a bleeper. Yeah. And a guy told me that you used to have a bleeper and you used to go out for lunch and that bleeper would have went ah. and it meant that there was something breaking came out. And apparently you could have ran back into the office up to the maybe 30 second floor, yeah. logged onto your computer and entered a trade before the market even moved. Apparently that's the way it used really? to be. Really? That's how like not slow it used to be, but because you didn't have Well, it was that slow though. You didn't have the you know, the algorithms, you didn't have the, yeah, exactly. the AI. Well, mate, I, so you were relying on other people, especially if this came out at like one thirty. Mm. you know, where people were maybe time. kind of off the desk. You did have time to get in. Yeah. Well, Whereas now, like, it's, it's Yeah, that. it's instant. It's I know. Instant. I was saying yeah, before, I told you a story when I was at Renscourt and I started trading. Yeah. And this obviously, 
you know what uh back in 2010 yeah even till still in 2010 it started to fade out but uk gdp come out stronger we'd spike high 30 pips initially and then it'll consolidate consolidate you can get in a trade there and then it's gone again 70 pips 100 pips yeah there was time data it was like that yeah but it's changed it's changed now yeah whereas now it's like so fucked y- you know now it's like what 9.59 in the morning bang yeah price moves exactly you know it's it, it is a lot harder for retail traders i think on that sense now it is to get involved in it but you just it is you either have to be in before it or just wait until after and take your positions. Yeah, and and, and just, yeah, and just to what you're saying, it's hard for retail traders. I feel like, look, don't get me wrong, you can still build up an account, but right now it's getting even harder. You need money to make money. You need, and what I mean by that, you need a decent account size to make money. Yeah. You need a decent account size to account for all this excess volatility. Like, you cannot make it as a trader with a tiny account. Yeah. You can't. You need strong five figures now. You, you do. You're not. You're not going to bring two hundred pound to two hundred thousand. No, you're, you're, you're not. You're not going to do. You're it. not. You know, if anybody is trying to sell you that, they're selling you nothing but a scam. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's true. Two hundred pound to two hundred thousand. Impossible. Yeah. So. No, it's impossible. Yeah. So. It is. Uh, what about oil this week? Saudi, yeah, let's talk about oil, mate. Saudi Arabia. There was reports Saudi Arabia. Yeah, you covered. I saw you covered that. Yeah. Um, so in the group, in the app. So um, reports came out that Saudi Arabia were going to cut by 500k a day. Yeah. Not really. Well, it's not really that much. You know, uh, total uh, global output in oil is around 90 million barrels a day. So it's yeah. only, you know, rough figures, half a percent. Mm. So they were going to increase production by around half a percent, which I suppose is enough. It's enough. Yeah. yeah. Oil did tank initially. Yeah, we and did. Then, and then a couple of hours later, it came out that the Saudis actually denied that report. We ran all the way back up. We did. Consolidated for a day and then... Back under pressure. Made a move back down. Well, you've got to remember as well, one thing that's probably not not helping this, maybe, maybe see, oil is perhaps impacted on the Chinese stuff. Yeah. Because China are the second largest Im- importer. First, first larger. In- are they number one? Yeah. Oh. Chinese, China and then India. Okay. I believe. Well, anyway, they're a massive importer yeah. of oil. So if they're going into lockdown again, what do you think is going to happen to demand of oil? It's going to talk, trip, trip. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I, I done a rough calculations for the guys on the premium channel. I says, well, 13% of Chinese GDP is under pressure. 13% of Chinese oil exports going to be done, mm. roughly speaking. Mm. You know, and that's going to be a lot of oil. And then that's where we sort of seen markets. We seen the Saudi Arabia report came out, went down to 78, came out that it was denied, went mm. back up to 80 something yeah I and think, then yeah, consolidated there for a day and then whenever the chinese fears came out we went back down to 78 again and now we've come back up to where are we at now yeah. we're uh 79.59 almost 70. 80 dollars yeah yeah so. there thereabouts look at this trend line look it's been in place since april 2021 look it's yeah. clearly respect it's respecting respecting it's being respected at the yeah. moment do you think we break i mean i think we could we could break if we do break that sort of set you know down below 70 at 75 as you did say, it's probably a clear run then down to yeah, 65. Yeah, easy, easy. You know, it's just going to be straight down there. Straight down. I think it is going to take something huge to get down there. Mm. You know, if, I don't know, the war in Ukraine, Russia ends, something like that, price might go down. Or yeah. China announces a complete lockdown in the whole country, something like that. Oh, yeah. That Maybe it's starting work. to spread into sort of Eastern Europe again. Something oh, don't like, say that, mate. No, you please. Know, some, like some, you Can't start, deal. Yeah, but you start to see some other countries maybe starting to go into restrictions then maybe... You'll see, see oil doing that. Please, please Or no. again, OPEC maybe pushing out more production. Just something like that. Maybe. So that's probably the only reason I would see oil going back down there. Mm. But it's worth keeping an eye on. Mm. But I did say I think a fair price for oil is about between that 78 and 94. I think that's sort of the fair price region now. 
mm-hmm. for Ryan. Mm-hmm. So, what's your views? As you say, it depends what happens. For me, it depends what happens with China because this is the most. I think it's the most imminent uh, event or imminent occurrence. Like yeah. it, it, depending on, I don't think Russia and Ukraine anything's going to happen there anytime soon. So if if China, if China, if this does spread through China, this falls, this breaks, yeah. um, and obviously pretty hard. Um, but yeah, that's 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 my only view on it right now. And obviously, yeah. and yeah, I mean, it's clearly being driven by the fundamentals because it's not ha- dollar, for example. Obviously, dollars down. Mm-hmm. And obviously, that should have an impact. Uh, should help, uh, you know, help oil in theory. Yeah, but it's not. Yeah, I actually see <laughs> talking about dollar and oil. I actually seen was it was it Nigeria or some some right. Africa some African country were trying to buy commodities with gold and not dollar. Really? <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it's Nigeria. Actually, yeah, I, I think I think it was Nigeria. Yeah, they're trying, to, they're trying to buy was it copper and oil or copper with with gold with gold bars? With gold, yeah, with gold reserves. <laughs> in the, the middle of the gold bars complete silver <laughs> yeah <laughs> I will, I'll, again yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if it was <laughs> or just steal <laughs> yeah so, so I, think, I think that was it really all yeah, last week I'm very, gonna, quiet, um, very quiet week this week markets it was actually Thanksgiving obviously Thanksgiving it, yesterday then markets closed today at 6 oh they closed today you sure no they closed today at 6pm UK time 1pm US time oh early early closure yeah so a lot of traders won't be on the desk. They'll just take the day off. That's yeah, that's it. Have a drink up. Enjoy the food. Yeah, I'll do, do the same myself tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I'll push my cocktail back into the chat tonight and see what's your favorite cocktail again. You took a photo of it yeah. in the app. This Bramble. The other day. Bramble. What yeah. what does that contain? So it's gin, lemon juice, uh, sugar syrup, and a bit of raspberry liqueur. Nice. Yeah, really nice. Saucy. Is, yeah. <laughs> so it is. Quite well, quite an quite an old one apparently. Oh, is yeah, it? Yeah, apparently nineteen eighties. Apparently old. Really? Yeah, I went into. Mr. Foggs, yeah, so we did a couple of weeks ago. Went to order bramble, and the waiter just looked at me and was like, "What?" And then the, the wee cocktail maker, the mixologist or yeah. whoever it was, came down. He's like, "What was it you wanted?" I was like, "A bramble." He's like, "Oh, that's an old one. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't made that in a few years, you know." And I just looked and I was like, "Right, <laughs> <laughs> fair enough, mate." And then he's given me the whole history on it and who made it and who designed it and wow, everything. I was full like, works. Yeah, it's like full works. The price of it, I'm glad he did. <laughs> How much is a cocktail now? What? 32 quid for two? <sighs> Something like that. Just, yeah. All right. Next week, Canadian GDP. Yeah. All right. Probably not move markets too much. Consumer confidence. If that comes out loud, it'd be a big excuse for the markets to sell. Yep. Just checking because it's expected at 100. It's wondered. Uh, what in the previous stuff? Wait, is there? Oh, fuck it. Uh, all right. Um, ADP. So this is obviously non farm payrolls week. Yep. Premium GDP, US. So it's all, it's always it's always good to see the start of the month coming in. Yeah. So that's yeah. when you, you start to see a wee bit of activity building up. You know, especially these first two weeks now of December. We've all this data coming out and then we've FOMC on the fourteenth. Yeah. This is the highlight for me, Powell. It's be interesting to see what he says. Yeah. Where's he speaking? He's, oh yeah, so he is speaking about the economy and labour market, so market's gonna be ears on locked on onto yeah. that. But he, I, I think obviously being scripted he'll probably not go into monetary policy. Yeah. Too much in terms yeah, of the Fed, it'll probably be more economic projections and economic conditions. He'll def- definitely tread carefully. Obviously, yeah. yeah if, if, for example, if for example they they are still leaning towards seventy five basis points, I think he, he will not hesitate to position the markets for, for the next couple of weeks for that. Um, yeah, for that. So, if because yeah. no, because no, they don't hesitate. If if markets have misread things, they 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 will. You know, I mean, yeah. If markets misread it, that's fine. But if the Fed have been somewhat transparent, the no, last, they have. They have. You know, the last few meetings, they, they have. said that it's all been data dependent. Yeah, 
I mean, the data they look at and the data the market looks at, I'm sorry, is two different things. Yeah. You know, market don't really look at PCE, so. Yeah. OPEC, what's happening there? Got OPEC meeting. Yeah, just the normal OPEC meeting. It'll just be probably about. Hopefully meeting. Yeah. Output right. productions and ports, things like that. Here's a big one. Core PCE sugars. I missed that. Uh, yep. That's a big one. Yeah, core PCE. All right. We're going to have to watch that. That'll be one as well. Then um, ISM manufacturing, ISM. another great one I like looking up. Yeah, you do. And then non farms. Yeah. Okay, big week, mate. Yeah. Big one. So big dollar, dollar brace, brace, brace for the dollar. Yeah. It's, uh, it's make or break this week. Brace, brace for impact. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I can say. Nice, Rory. I, I guess the title of the video is it Brace for impact? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah. <laughs> all right, nice mate. One. Catch you in a bit. See you next weekend. Thanks.